Hey, welcome to another week of Radio Melee. Pee-Pee is back from vacation. That's where right. Pee-Pee traveled to the land of Antarctica. He had to... <laughs> Actually, I have no idea where Pee-Pee went. Um, but anyway, I uh, hope you had a good trip, Pee-Pee. And Thank we've got you. Cody on this week, IBDW. So. Not to mention, Cody's currently live on Twitch. So if you're one of the, you know, denizens of Cody's chat... Hello, again. Hello. Hope you guys are doing great. Uh, and, you know... For people on the YouTube, of course, we do this, I would say, every Tuesday, but of course, we took it a week or two off because PP was on vacation. But we do this Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. You can come by our Twitch chats. And uh, this goes out to everyone in Cody's chat as well, exclamation mark, radio, melee. Maybe it's not set up in Cody's chat, but if you do it in my PP chats, you can join the Discord server. The way this works is you can talk to us live on air. So this isn't your grandma's AMA. That's right. You're going to ask us anything, but then you're going to literally get to talk to us live on air. And um, give us whatever questions you have, hot takes, and we're going to talk about it between the three of us, because uh, that's what we do around these parts. How are you doing, PP? Did you have a good trip? Did. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a vacation. I was out there. I was out there grinding, doing doing all kinds of crazy health stuff, feeling all kinds of ways. Ah, but you know what? You. Gotcha. But you, you know what? I am glad to be here. Glad to have Cody on. While I was out there, I was like, man, a lot of stuff sure is happening, especially in Australia um boy so much stuff is happening in australia <laughs> it's so true tof and you know i mean cody having a win double down win at a phantom i think you yeah. know it was like easy easy no brainer first chance that we got when we got back we had to get him on because even though I, I checked the last episode was in uh with him was in september and i feel like a lot's changed for him since then so i was like yeah we got to get him back on oh wow that was after yeah the yeah, it was. I think we were talking about Riptide okay. then. That's cool. um, and yeah, so I, I mean, let's just do the obvious, Cody. Let's talk about it. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, Cody is IBDW. We're going to be calling him Cody. Uh, I made the point last time. We're making the point again this time just so that we, we the tags, the tags long. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so so I mean, you had the you had those wins. And I think, you know, in a time when I think a lot of people are uh, struggling with consistency or whatever, I, it seems like your level of play, despite everything, is just continuing to go up, and 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 you're you're still nabbing these back to back wins. What do you think is uh, the difference maker for you? Um, well, one, I think I also just literally play more than almost anyone else. But mm. it's not just play more than anyone else. So there are people who might have more hours of just slippy friendlies, but that doesn't help you that much. Mm -hmm. You have to actually know how to practice properly and how to prepare properly. Uh, the biggest thing, honestly, is I feel like my gameplay wasn't super far off from this. It wasn't this good. I think right now my gameplay is very, I'm very happy with where it is right now, but I'm still going to keep uh, working at it. I think the biggest thing is mentally, uh, I have made big, big strides in how to view competition. Mm -hmm. And that, no offense to anyone, I think that is by far the average like top melee player's weakest aspect by a mm -hmm. landslide. Sure, sure. Not even close. Do you feel like, you know, this is something I kind of, I, I've always sort of thought this, and I mean, I've observed it even in myself, even as a non-top player. I mean, I think being, you know, I think everyone learns a lot about themselves competing and, you know, going through those sorts of emotions. But do you ever feel like we as a community have gotten better at it than we used to be? Because I do feel like when I compare like how people were a couple years ago, and if you even look at the density of like, 
for example, post lost tweets where people would be really mm. salty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now compared to back then, I feel like people are so much better in terms of being reined in and 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 you know looking forward rather than like stewing in the moment, stewing in your salt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that that's kind of a that's not an easy question, not for an obvious reason, but because mm-hmm. I don't actually know if being salty after a loss is a bad thing. Uh, mm. I would argue that that isn't a bad thing at all, actually. It just it really depends how you use that going forward. I do think that, in general, like people's behavior on Twitter is much more professional than it was in years <laughs> past. That I agree. Sure. But, like, I feel That's like anger is a really good motivator. I think that when I'm playing focused and I'm angry and I'm focused about it, not just blind rage, uh-huh, I have uh-huh. to play my best. So I don't think anger has, happens to be a bad thing at all. I think it's probably the most powerful motivator that I can think of. It's much better than being afraid to lose. It's much better than being depressed. It's much better than yeah. any of those things. I'd rather be angry, be like, no, I want to like fuck you up than be like, oh, well, I really don't want to lose or I really want to maintain my spot or God, like I'm going to be so sad if this tournament doesn't go this way. I, I don't think that's a great mindset, actually. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting thing to hear. It's and it's like you can do it. So like, I actually think there is a way to be like sad and motivated afterwards. I think Adam did that really well. Where mm. he would get sad, but he would get sad when it was like, I am never, ever, ever letting that happen again. And he wouldn't get that scared in the moment. Um, but he still, it still caused some issues, but I think that that is an effective way. Generally, I think anger is probably the most powerful motivator, though, that I could think of. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of ways we could go with this one, but I guess an obvious question is, would you say that you're often angry playing Melee now? Would you say that's a difference in, in a positive or negative way? Yeah, that's my secret cap. <laughs> uh, I force myself to get angry in when I'm playing a set, yes. Actually, hmm. I do. Uh, if you watch the way my eyes kind of like lock in when I played, especially at Phantom, I try very hard to make it like I want to like, I want to send you home crying. <laughs> that's that's, that's something you visualize you want you want the opponent tears it's that's the mindset that i like force myself into where it's like i want to beat you as badly as i possibly can i want to make sure i basically told sammy this uh sammy's drugged fox i take lessons with him still twice a month and i told him verbatim i want to be the scariest player melee has ever seen i want you to play against me and i want you to be genuinely scared hmm. so, so that also applies to mental i think the biggest trick is not getting, not letting that consume you in between, like outside of the tournament set. Mm-hmm. I think that you should, yeah. that's, that's like the mindset I want to have in tournament set. I don't want that mindset outside of the tournament set. Outside of the tournament set, I want it to be strictly based on like improvement, like what can I do wrong? And I'm trying to, this is something my girlfriend Emily told me to do. She's probably the best mental coach Melee will ever have. It's, I don't think it's close. Um, She basically told me that I actually need to learn to love the process of losing. Because that's the only way that I'm not going to be scared to lose and be okay with whatever outcome happens. Right. And that right. Yeah. itself is probably going to beat even most of our top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's powerful. Absolutely. And so that's why, you know, I remember your tweets when after after the tournament, I was kind of curious about what your mind state was like. And you were like, yep, I'm going to come back. I'm going to start swimming. And, you know, I need to make sure that I uh, keep on. I need to lose. I need to make sure that I I lose and I can play Sheik in tournaments. And that's going to be one of the most important things. And I was like, "Wow, man, this guy is really staying (laughs) on top of it. Yep. I don't want to fall behind whatsoever. My goal isn't to be someone like in contention for number one. So it. 
in some ways, it's people like to treat me as like a heel. Genuinely, we've had heels before. I don't think I'm close to a heel in the sense that we've had. But mm -hmm. I do want people to hate when I win. I want it to be to the point where it's like, wow, he won again. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. Sick. Well, I oh, did. I, again. you know, you're you're getting there in terms of some of the Reddit discussion I've seen, but yeah. it is Reddit. So <laughs> Reddit's Reddit tells me that my play style is slow and that they can predict every move I have coming from a mile <laughs> away. And that well, when, when they, they join tournaments, yeah, when they join yeah. tournaments, we're all fucked. I mean, they're gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, these they, guys they, are gonna walk all over they us. Can, I mean, the winner of the last three out of the last four majors, they he just they're on another level, amazing players, yes. yeah, it's just it's really just it's just asinine, honestly, to make comments like that. People but used to talk about people used to talk about if if uh aliens, if aliens who were really good at melee came down and played, you know, who'd we send against them, but Reddit really, Warriors. it's Reddit. If Reddit came yeah. in, the Reddit yeah, Warriors, they know everything. Came in the <laughs> they know everything. So. They're the best mindset exactly right. ever. They know everything about mental game. They know everything yes. about every player's habits yeah. and lives. They know how they wake up. They clearly know what the mindset they're in. Because if someone gets mad because of outside circumstances, they they, they already knew that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, well said. Love a good Reddit skewering moment. Um, also, uh, to kind of tie it back into what we were talking about a little bit earlier with the mental changes you were making mm -hmm. and relating to our uh previous episode um i think there was there was talk i was kind of looking through it there was talk about uh, i think the title of it was you know i know i can be the best player there was talk about that and then zane and mango were kind of the people that you really felt that you just need to put all this mm -hmm. time into overcome and everything like that would you say because i mean now after winning phantom and double down right it's it's it almost feels like a different world looking back in on september just a few months yeah. ago but you know i mean let's let's talk about that uh you said the mindset change so much um if you'd like i guess you don't have to or you can be as no, specific as you like you know what do you think changed uh i guess particularly mindset wise or what do you think made the biggest difference in getting you over that those big hurdles so mostly so obviously summit 12 i played super super well but i think summit 12 mm -hmm. it's not that it was an anomaly i was due for a tournament like that but i wasn't due for consistency yet uh mostly because i wasn't gonna have i did not have good mental after i won but then that was made 10 times worse by my dad's very deteriorating health at the time. So mm -hmm. you don't know. Again, I don't need to feel sorry for me. Don't need to pity me. It's fine. It's part of life. It happens to all of us. Uh, right after Summit 12, right before LACS, when I infamously deleted Twitter and had a meltdown, uh, my dad had a stroke and then got diagnosed with terminal cancer. And I was Ugh. like not ready to deal with that at all, especially because mm. I was the only one who could take care of him. So that entire burden fell on me. And right. it would continue to follow me until just after Summit 13. So the first half of the year, honestly, I'm just surprised I did as well as I did. And I'm yeah. more surprised that I, not surprised, I am proud that I won uh, Summit 13 under the circumstance because I signed yeah. a do not resuscitate yeah. order that morning before top uh, 16. I signed right. a DNR saying like, okay, he's dead. Like, just let him go. Uh, that was, after that happened and everything calmed down and I was able to kind of focus on myself again, that's when the biggest shift happened because my only poor performance was Gommel. And I think we can all point an obvious finger as to why I uh, may not have performed so well at Gommel. Um, may or may not have gone on a bunch of videos on some big YouTuber channels. I think it's a pretty good reason for why I didn't do super well there. And to be fair, I don't think, I'm not saying I would have won if I didn't do that or if I hadn't planned on doing that. But there's also, it's unavoidable that that idea in your head when you're, if you think about losing and what you're going to do when you lose, you are already sabotaging yourself. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no way around that fact. And then, after was it worth it? Yeah, hundred percent. I know there's a lot of debate. I, 
I think it was good for Melee. I, I think it was it good for Melee. It got eyes on Melee. People, people are like, oh, it's cringe stuff. I'm like, when's the last time someone like <laughs> Voice Critical made a 2 million view video on Melee? Like, you yeah, can say whatever you no, like, it's cringe. The point <laughs> is, it was supposed to be cringe. That yeah, was the point. Was... No, I thought it was genius. As it was happening, I remember I was sitting at the bar, and because uh, we were in the second half, me and me just yeah. for the second half time, we were watching on the phone. We were like, oh, shit, he's, what the fuck is going on? We were, we were getting like hype at the bar. It was really funny. Um, and uh, a side note, you know, it was kind of funny too because not not even not even that set. It was uh, mm-hmm. that weekend on Saturday night. Uh, another really cool moment was, um, you know, the Chesbra guys because they're based in Toronto. They actually came to the venue because oh, they wanted to check out the tournament. Yeah, and their first match that they got to watch was you versus Mango, and that oh, was their first exposure wow. to I- right. So that was their first exposure to IRL. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Nice. Um, and cool, so I, I was like, I'm glad you guys came for a for a good one. <laughs> that's, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good first set to watch because you know, crowd was popping off and it was it was game no, five last stock, really right? Yeah. It was literally it was last stock. Last stock. He only yeah. got the first three, and then clutch it out. Yeah, <sighs> very very funny last stock. Oh man, yeah. But well, anyway, it was nice because Mango doesn't ever lose those game fives. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, no, I thought he was winning <laughs> by the time game five rolled around. I was like, oh my god. So I was that 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 was more. I beat him. I felt like I beat him on his turf. I didn't just get like an easy three zero again. It was like I beat you when you're at your absolute best. So that was actually a big confidence boost for me too. Because at that point, it's like okay, I'm not scared of you anymore. There's nothing to be scared of with you. I yeah, can beat makes, you at your absolute strongest point. That makes sense. You like you don't feel like you need to catch him on an off day, or you don't no. feel like you need to um, you know, no, yeah. That that's got to feel really good. Um. Real quick, uh, you know, just for people, I see I'm starting to see that there's a lot of questions starting to fill up the uh, mm-hmm. the channel. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to get any questions in, honestly, this is probably your last chance. Exclamation mark radio melee. Do join the Discord and jump in that submit topics here channel. Peepy, uh, is there anything else uh, that you wanted to ask Cody before we move into the community voice and stuff like that? Or, um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to I wanted to circle back real quick because I think we talked. I, oh, I yeah. asked. Because I asked, oh, well, what was the mental game difference? And then I think, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody was saying, oh, well, you know, there were a lot of challenges that were in the way. And as those got removed, things were different. And so I just wanted to circle back just to say, were there any positive shifts? Were there any breakthroughs that you had that sort of have led to things being different? Because, again, that's what you were saying was the big difference maker. So I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you really got to express how things have changed and, and, and improved for you. Actually, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen like the kind of episodes i have after i lose uh where it's like i get very very depressed and it's i make tweets that just like to, i remember to comment one it's like dude you had a bad tournament it's okay after function when i was like i don't think i can mm-hmm. do it anymore uh something that i so my family has a big history of mental health and obviously with my past mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna come out of that unscathed that's an unfortunate reality uh, and so bipolar runs in my family i don't know if it's exactly that but we pretty much figured out that there's something that uh emily and i identify as like fog where a kind of impending feeling of like dread and just catastrophe mm. comes over me. And if I don't succumb to that, then almost all of those mental issues go away. Okay. That's like and the so, source of most of it. And you have, I guess, have some strategies now to to address the fog, to build up your own internal strength, things like that? It's just, it's just accepting it. it. I didn't accept mm-hmm. for a long time that that was an issue of mine. I kind mm-hmm. of just was like, oh, this is reality, and I'm just angry, and mm-hmm. I'm sad, and I never really thought about it from a mental health perspective. But now that... So I'm lucky in one sense where I 
can a lot of people can't deal with mental illness uh, without medication things like that i'm lucky enough that if i'm aware of it i'm usually very good at dealing with it even if right. i don't have meds i can kind of force myself to snap out of it mostly because i've the way i grew up i was forced to be able to do that or i mm -hmm. would not have made it through my childhood so that's in a lot of ways people talk about like oh unfortunate life etc cetera, etc cetera. but i'm actually very grateful that my life been the way it did because it forced me to build up a mental resiliency mm -hmm. that most people mm -hmm. will never have because right. they just had no reason to develop it right so yeah. I think that I'm lucky in that regard that I can kind of just snap out of it when I feel it. Uh, the big breakthrough for that was actually a Genesis when I was so JMook was a mental block for me very, mm. very badly for a long time. And the entire set was me focusing on not like letting whatever you want to call that, like fog kind mm. of get in my head. And I was like, no, don't tilt, don't tilt, don't. The only thing you're working on right now is it's OK if you lose. Don't give into this. And that's kind of the last time I've really experienced it, actually. Okay. Outside of function slash when my dad was literally dying. Right, right. Um, which, again, I think it's very understandable. But that's the last time I really experienced it. After I kind of knocked that out of me, I haven't felt it since. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, that's, that's you know, I think for people that have, you know, kind of followed followed you for a long time and seen a lot of the struggles and heard, you know, a lot of what's gone on, which has just been absolutely crazy, including, you know, what you've been sharing. Yeah. I think it's I think it's cool to hear that you've been able to take some of that adversity, turn that into some strength and also keep a, you know, longer standing issues, mm -hmm. at, issues at bay. So that's that's wonderful to hear. And I think, you know, for for the Cody fans out there, I think that's a very encouraging sign. Right. It means, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's some longer standing stuff coming together. So uh, glad to hear that. Yeah. And um, yes, I, I certainly congratulations on it, because that's Thank that you. stuff's not easy. No, it's not. Definitely. Yeah, the most important part is just recognizing that regression will happen, and that's okay. Yeah, sometimes things get tough. Some, but yeah, sometimes you just right. have a bad day, and that's all right. Being okay yep. with that going forward is also key. Mm -hmm. Like, being okay mm -hmm. with a bad performance going forward is key. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever their calls be, just learn from it. Yeah, and the more you accept it, the less likely it is to happen. That's the paradox yeah. of it. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing all that. Really do appreciate it. We are going to go ahead and uh, hard cut. We're going to veer a little bit. We're going to start bringing some callers in. Um, so thank you. So, oh, wait, oh, before we, oh, right. I just remembered. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. A community ah, voice. No, I wouldn't. You forgot wouldn't all about forget. it. No, I would never forget. I just want to see if you were paying attention. Of course. Um, so we well, had, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to let you, uh, yeah, I figured you, you might be finishing your sentence but... last time. Oh, no, with professionals, we, we would never, no, this would never happen. Well, you, didn't forget. Yes. You, were you were testing him last time too. You right. You yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we, what we was have the question though? Because we haven't done an episode for two weeks or so, two, three weeks. So let's see, you know what? Bring it. Let's bring up yeah, the responses. And that'll, that'll jog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'll jog my memory. Um, oh, oh we this were... is like, yeah, this was basically, the question was essentially, you know, who are people in your local scene that you just really want to give like a shout out to in mm -hmm, the sense of, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who helped you get into That's the nice. game, someone who's a homie, someone who drives that drives everybody to all the tournaments or something. And so, uh, Mr. Slopez says, shout out to Mo AK Blast, single-handedly keeping CFL Melee Live, Central Florida, and setting up events. Jovian for being so committed to running a cool stream for many events. Traveled to so many events. Wouldn't have a scene without him. Love um, the hardworking gamers. They really are so important for the scene. 
Yeah. Um, Vinny F saying, I want everyone to keep the name Spike in their head. He's going to be making waves soon. He just won East Coast Fridays over BBB. He's always been amazing, but just never entered much. Oh, wow. That's, that's a pretty good result. Another upstate chic. Another oh, upstate really? chic? Okay. Vinny, I feel like, like, I've, they one I feel like I've even heard the name Vinny F. Uh, and Drew Powell says Gage from Jacksonville. I've heard of Gage, but that being mm. said, I think there's like three or four people in the community named Gage. Yes. We're all yeah. pretty good. Uh, this dude was an absolute beast far above everyone else in Jacksonville when he moved to San Diego. Yeah, okay. This game. Oh, so now I know that <laughs> I actually knew of both San Diego Gage and Florida Gage. They are the same. I always thought those were two different people. <laughs> now I've learned that those are the same persons. That's that's good. That's educational. When you move to San Diego, it's interesting seeing, seeing him take off sets, uh, seeing him take sets off the top SoCal talent like Squid, Face Roll, and Santiago. And also got a shout out how apparently in 2008 at Fast One, he forced off Meet King's Fox during a friendly session Ooh. and was asked by Leff and Norma for Fox Nittos at CEO 2015. Gage is the player I heard think of whenever I hear the term hidden box. Yeah, it's mm. funny that Gage ended. I always thought it was funny uh, with San Diego because San Diego has a bunch of players like that. I guess Santiago being the most famous. Right. But these people who are really good but never travel, basically. Never heard of him, um, I'm not going to lie. Well, you've heard, of San- you've heard of Santi. I heard of Santi. I never heard of Gage. That might have been uh-huh, time. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah. Funny that he ended up there. Evan Himes says Himes. Himes. It's like Times, but Himes. There are tons of CLM people I want to shout out, but I think a lot of people don't know about Chicago's local.q? He doesn't have Facebook. He only made a Twitter to complain that his ride home from House of Pain got drunk. And I think his lifetime winning record is over Samuel Chavo. Loki may be like the best actor dog in the world. I feel like that's probably super inaccurate, but if that's even remotely true, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah that's really funny. There's a lot of people like that. And I, I, I always like you play these people on Slippy where you're like, wait, this person's like really good. And you always wonder, like, what if this person just doesn't go to tournaments and like yeah. could and just would work on people? I don't know. Yeah. So, well, anyway, we're about ready to get our first caller on the program. Uh, and I think it's going to be Mabster314. Welcome to Radio Melee, Mabster. Uh, where are you calling in from and what you got for us today? Hello, I'm calling in from Alexandria, Virginia. Mm. And mm. I've been there. My grandma <laughs> used to live there. Shout out to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask IBW about how doing subathons has affected how you approach streaming. You're in my chat. You can just say Cody. You're a sub even. You can just say Cody. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. He wanted to. He wanted to keep it in person. You can't. You can't avoid it now, Mister IBDW. That's funny. It's actually nice because it makes me less stressed if I can if I have to travel a bunch and then I'm home for like three weeks. The subathon makes me way less stressed about streaming that entire time. So I'll like kill myself for a week basically. But oh, after geez. that, well, the thing is, after that, I can actually relax for two weeks, stream kind of just regular melee gameplay. I don't have to go crazy. I don't have to do anything extra. And I can mm. spend time with like my family stuff for those two weeks. And so mm. it's almost like a job where you have two weeks on, two weeks off kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes you feel more that way, which is really nice, actually. When you do these subathons, how long do you go for? Usually about a week. Ah, oh, jeez. Do you do the thing where you sleep on stream and everything? Yeah. Wow. He was talking about that. the bed cam before, yeah, before we went live. <laughs> I don't really mind it that much, honestly. It, it gets tiring towards the end, but the first four or five days are usually pretty easy, actually. Huh. Holy cow. I well, still haven't done it Maybe enough. I should. Yeah, maybe you just yeah. get used to it. Yeah, I think I just got used to it at this point. I, I messaged Plup about this one. I'm like, hey, you're not starting another subathon the same day I'm doing mine again, are you? Oh, this happened act- twice? 
It's happened three times. Oh, oh my goodness. God. How does that end up happening? During a celebration, just complete RNG. Like, I know it's not wow. malicious and I know it's not on purpose. Wow. But th he started one during a celebration stream. He started another one during a subathon and then another one that I did to pay bills. <laughs> he actually uh -huh. he just coincidentally started one the day before that. I was like, okay, you know what? This is ridiculous. But you hit him up and he was like, no, yeah. for sure. Not this time. <laughs> yeah. He, well, first he said, what if I am? And I was like, <laughs> that's a plump response. Ominous, like, ominous, oh, very no. ominous. And he's, like, but no, and he's like, but no, I don't think so. I was like, I thank God. <laughs> what I, I've always wondered about with regards to the whole stress on, you know, your streaming schedule and stuff like that. I've always wondered about part of the reason I've never done one is I'm, I'm really scared because you get all these gifted subs and stuff, right? Because, you know, yeah. people want to keep the sub on the going. But then after a month, don't you like I'm scared that you hey, lose please. a bunch of subs and that feels really bad. I mean, just view it as like a donation. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you have to. So uh, the when way the I, Twitch payment I, hits, though, that's you got to wait for that part. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's at the end of the day, that's what growth. it's about. Yeah, and for yeah. me, I I care much more about looking at my paid subs every month than my gifted subs. Gifted subs are kind of RNG. Yeah, paid yeah. Subs are much more static. So if those go down, then I have to reevaluate. But if those are steadily growing, then I don't mind as much. Right. Yes, that makes sense. So Maybe I'll I do one home after a month of traveling. And I still had like 850 and I was okay. That's really high for a month of traveling. Those are basically mm -hmm. all organic paid. Mm. Primed. Yeah. 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 One other Makes thing sense. about subathons real quick that I'm curious about is you don't find those to be hard on the body. I guess, I guess it's not hard on the mental. You're like, oh, I'm going to do another one. So I guess that's not tough, mm -hmm. but the body, I'm like, you're just you're sitting all you're day. Just sitting. Well, right. I try, I make myself take breaks like every half hour, hour. Um, I force myself to give myself an hour after this. I'm done like on stream for the night just to kind of relax off stream and chill before I go to bed. I'll mm -hmm. probably force myself to do some kind of workout in the morning. Maybe I'll like sub goal working out on stream, just doing some crappy home workout. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I think so there's like definitely that. ways to, and you can monetize it too. There's right. always workarounds. It just depends on how you structure it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, that seems healthy. And you know, you were talking more about doing that anyway, so it's good. You're going to keep those habits. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, Mabster, thank you so much for calling in with the question. Not letting Cody avoid that in chat. Well done. You got any shout-outs for us on your way out today? Yeah, I wanted to shout-out my friend Colton, a.k.a. CDT from Duluth, Minnesota. Um, and I also wanted to say that IBDW still owes chat an IRL sussy emote. <laughs> Moving on. Good luck with that. Great hearing you, Mabs. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, Cody typing to us right now, actually. Hey, can we ban this guy? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. Anyway, Mabster, thanks for calling in. Take care. Yeah, thank you, guys. I somehow feel like if I did Wonderful. that, Twitch would find a way to ban me. <laughs> yeah. Possible. Very, very possible. Somehow, I'm not getting banned from IRL <laughs> sussy. That'd be the dumbest way to go out. The dumbest way to go out. The, um... So, do you, are you, do you think you're number two in the community uh, in terms of number of subathons? Executed or because number yeah. one's got me. I feel like Plup does one every every yeah. Plup three kind of weeks. does the same thing. He does subathon every month a month, and then he doesn't stream the rest of the month. And it's honestly pretty smart if you want to do it that way. Oh, I'm man. down. Like I'm super down. I like it. Holy cow! It's hard, but it's like I don't know. I feel like doctors do crazy eighteen hour shifts for four days in a row. I used to like. I used to have this philosophy. Uh, when I was an engineer, right? Which was if you, yeah, I mean, l l maybe maybe less on the monthly cycle, but on like a weekly cycle, you know, I would like super try hard and try to just get all my shit done. Yeah. You know, 
in a day or two and then just kind of just chill for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is kind of like the logical extreme of of that mentality. Yeah, uh, it's in college, get all your classes done before Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll take the three-hour lectures every day to get away from a Friday class. Yeah, maybe there's something to it. I like it. It made lets me. It makes me so much less stressed for the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, well, Interesting. We're not we're not stress fans, but we are fans of bringing in our next caller, Ditochi. Look at the segue. Oh man, how does That's he do it? He's a professional. Segue. Um, mm. what's up? Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Hey, hey, um, hey, hey. From Richmond, Virginia. Ooh. Wow. A lot of Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Uh, PP Toaf, IBDW, huge fans. Yo, yo. yo. Melee. What's up? Cody, congrats on the double win this month. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good, mm-hmm. Shit, good shit. That was also right. fun, but very nice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the um, double win, the double down. Double yeah. Unintended. All right, so I've got a potentially controversial question about a mm. hot topic for Cody. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. I know. Uh, how do you feel about uh, people attributing your recent success to your switch to Z jumping? Oh, here we go. Oh, man. I'm curious one. about this, too. You know what? I'm, I'm curious about, about this, I'm about too. to just go full. I'm about to be full on board. It's like, yeah, I cheat using Z jump. You change now. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like I'm like two inches away from just going along <laughs> with it at this point. Uh Z-Jump is objectively a preference on whether or not you want to use Claw or whether or not you want to use Bumper Jumper from Halo 3. That right. is the best way I can put it. Uh, if you get mad at Z-Jump for any other reason, then it is not possible on a regular OEM controller without the help of a modder for and 10 bucks. Then, <laughs> in which case, okay, I'm down. I won't allow any mods because you still, at that point, you have to get mad at Firefox Notch. You have to get mad at Cut Springer Krings. You have to get mad at any type of custom controller. Mm-hmm. And you have to get mad at Boxes. Um, the only thing you're cool with is a vanilla OEM controller. If you're mad at for any other reason, you are mad at me using Bumper Jumper and Halo. Is Bumper Jumper just the shoulder button? Yeah, it's literally just you jump with the shoulder button. And it's uh-huh. a default preset, and it's every other Smash game like has one-to-one remaps, and every yeah. fighting game in the world has one-to-one remaps. I I always thought, right, because for me, I've clawed since the beginning of time. I've, I've played Z-Jump for about, an, you know, long enough to kind of get the muscle memory down for jump cancel yeah. grabbing and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know. I'm already clawing for a lot of my inputs. To me, it doesn't really seem that special. I'm I've been clawing for 10 years and it's not if you claw. That's the that's the entire point. Like Kalindi's the whole point, back, right? Kalindi switched back to claw. Emily doesn't use it anymore because she'd rather use claw. Like uh-huh. it's literally a preference. And then Mango's like, oh but you can do all the stuff so easy. And I'm like, well do you claw? And he's like, no. And I'm like you can also <laughs> do it very easily. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this is the thing that I thought was was kind of funny was I saw like a clip on YouTube of like Leffen talking about Z Jump and he was talking about yeah. it. it's like oh you know the foxes that are performing really well right now are the ones that switched to Z Jump and I, I I couldn't the clip was too short for me to know if he was memeing or trolling. I, it um, has to be a meme because the foxes that are performing the best are also the two highest ranked foxes. It's you from and Le- yeah, it's you and Leffen like <laughs> like oh yeah you know Sfat was beating you guys up before you guys switched to Z Jump like no. Especially like you guys were... top, not top 50 right now. <laughs> right. So, Dang. yeah, I, I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I never. Uh, right. Right. But anyway. If you're getting mad at Z-Jump, I got a list of things for you to get mad at before Z-Jump. Yeah. Yeah. They also act like it came out of nowhere. Like, I was still third in the world before I switched to Z-Jump pretty clearly. Right. And I just gotten there. It's not like I was stuck there. I had played for four and a half years and was third in the world. Yeah. Five and a half years, whatever it was. 
And then I happen to take a next step at a similar time that I switched. And it's, do I think it would have drastically affected if I just kept clawing? No. No, I don't actually. Yeah. PP, I'm curious um, kind of what your thoughts are in the sense that I think it's interesting that, you know, you didn't really compete at a time when people right. were really doing, you know, the, the community's outlook on controller mods and things yeah. like that was definitely different back then. I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, someone you know, actually asked me in that in my chat uh, yesterday. They uh -huh. were like, yeah, so Z jumping, I mean, and, and then they were also like, you know, but there's also so many other things with controllers. People mm -hmm. weren't really doing that when you were playing, right? And I was like, yeah, we were starting to shield drop notch. And that's what we were doing right. back then because we didn't have like a UCF we always used or it wasn't it wasn't fully adopted yet. And that, that was what we were doing at the time. And I was all for yeah. that. Um, I was like, yeah, let's do that because that seems like that works better. And then they started, and then I think wave dash notches right after that. And I was like, well, I don't know, guys. And then, and then, and then you know, but by the, the time I, I, was, I wanted to have any discussion about it, it was just it every, got... everything, everything was there now. And so yeah. now, now there's all this. And so it's, it's, it's very, it's very different for me, but, um, <clears throat> all, I, I mean, <laughs> something I experience regardless is. I'll play someone and they're going to be fast and whether whether they're boxing or Z jumping or whatever, however it's happening, it's fast. Or they're so I'm fast. like, all right, <laughs> yeah. I've gotta I've gotta figure it out regardless. And so yeah. that's you know, until until things until, you know, whatever the controller backroom or whatever they call themselves comes out with something, then you know, this is this is the world we're living in. And yeah. I, you know, no point complaining about it, I'll tell you that. I think we know generally what the controller modifications, at least a guideline for them are going to be. There's going to be some type of box nerf for travel time, most likely, mm -hmm. okay. um, which is kind of needed. Uh, I don't to to clarify. I don't think anyone is carried by box yet. I think that it yeah. will be possible in two or three years. Uh, so this is more about making sure it doesn't happen before it happens. Right. I right. think you can kind of tell analog inputs about travel time. Why that'd be problematic when you have an analog stick. Uh, just right. to make sure those inputs. Mm -hmm. And then my guess is some some of the features on the Goom Wave might also be banned because the easier up tilting is absurd. Ledge dashing on that thing, I don't know if you've tested it, is the freest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Um, up tilt rounding is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, up tilt rounding is ridiculous. Dash back out of crouch on it is ridiculous. It's like three frames or something. Uh, ledge dashing is insane. The fob is mm -hmm. nice because it doesn't actually make any of that stuff easier. It right. just works. It's, it's more like a, a vanilla controller in that sense. Yeah, it's much a more good like a vanilla, vanilla controller. controller. That's that works the way it's supposed to. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. I've had yeah. the same controller for two, three months, and it's ex and I play a lot of melee. It's right. exactly the same as when I picked it up. Nice. Yeah, no I've been I've been using a fob too, and it's been treating me really well. Love fob. Um, yeah, I definitely like went to. I've gone to one tournament so far. I haven't played. I've only had it for like two weeks, but I remember I was playing on stream, and I was like, huh, like this is the first stream center wall where I feel like I'm not making mistakes and the few mistakes that I'm making execution mistakes, I should say. Are and like I felt mistakes. like the, or were my mistakes. I was yeah. like very, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that, that I haven't felt like this in a while. So I that know. was awesome. It's really nice. It feels like I, it works. And about the, you know, being mad about this controller, that controller, I, I have a, I have something I actually, this question reminded me of that I wanted to ask you about because yeah. this is something that I feel like no one was talking about it. Remember, like, about a month or two ago, people were there were a lot of YouTube videos coming out about Z-Jumping, people were yep. tweeting, and, you know, Mango was talking about all this. And I remember someone said, like, well, the reason we're upset about Z-Jump and uh, not, uh, even though boxes are probably more broken in the long run, people yep. are more upset about Z-Jump right now, because, you know, 
people like Leff and Cody are getting really good results with Z jumping, but no one's really done that with the box. No one's like top eight at a major with the box. And I kind of wanted to be like, wait, Hex literally did yeah. get fifth yeah. at Genesis with the box. And That's what I, said. I feel like no one talked about it. I nope. feel like no one, right? It just kind of happened. People were like, yeah, oh, okay. He had the crazy you know. Jets run. He had the Mango's birthday bash run. He was shitting on mm -hmm. Hbox. He was taking mm -hmm. Mango to game five. He beat Plup. I remember that. He beat and that, that was my first oh, instinct. Yeah, summit. Summit, not, wow. summit not, he beat Plup in pools. And mm. he almost beat Mango. It was game five last stock, I think. And oh I remember God. saying that. I'm like, guys, like, Hacks already did this on the box. Like, this isn't, it's not like he came out of nowhere. It's, he, right. he did this on the box already. It's like, well, he already did it. I'm like, okay, Leffen won majors on an OEM controller. And I was, got second so many fucking times on an OEM controller. I don't even right. want to remember it. Yeah, it, you, yeah, you didn't really, I don't, I don't feel like your results uh, were, were due to the, the C-Jump thing at yeah. all. Like, you were definitely already pretty much there, so... I, yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I definitely do feel like there's always going to be this Redditor recency bias kind of. People are always going to be a little bit flavor of the month on this sort of yeah. thing. Um, well, Mango also which, specifically yeah. said uh, he doesn't even think I'm cheating. He just likes pissing me off. That's true. <laughs> yeah, with Mango, you do have to kind of take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. That's a good and point. So I'm assuming my, my, my guess is that, he, yeah, there's something there where he probably thinks it's kind of stupid, but I don't think he cares enough for to do anything about it and i don't think he really right. said like i would be substantially worse off <laughs> i think that he knows that's not the case he just likes fucking with me and i get very mad when he fucks with me about that so he does a good <laughs> job good shit mango that sounds right yeah yeah <laughs> sounds yeah. about right mind games yes. good question though thank you for um yeah. yeah i mean you know i feel like it's a little bit less of a hot topic than it was maybe a month or two ago but Still kind of interesting to talk about. So, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for the good question, uh, Detochi. And, uh, yeah, any shout-outs you want to do on your way out? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout-out to you guys, Golden Guardian. Thank you. Watching a bunch of y'all's videos. Good. Oh, hell yeah. All around. Appreciate yeah, that. Um, we got yeah. more coming. Good, good. Um, shout-outs to my, my buds from college who got me into Melee, like hardcore. We used That's to nice. watch all the tourneys. GG, easy homies. Um, they helped me catch up to my old childhood friends, the Bustas. So now I can actually <laughs> put up a fight against them in the game. Nice. Uh, shout out you to called them the Bustas? The Bustas, yeah. We're just a bunch That's of sick. Busters. <laughs> I like that. We're always going out like Bustas. Yeah. And um, yeah, shout out to the Richmond scene and my two melee mentors have taught me more than anything, Andy and Sean. They were both uh, big, big guys in the Richmond scene but had to move away. So then right as they moved slippy came out so i can i could play with them across the ocean so nice. shout out to oh that's guys. awesome yeah, yeah. Shout out to physio that's also. awesome and there's yeah. definitely been a lot of people i've reconnected with thanks to uh slippy yeah where i get to play them sure. all the time and i definitely just wouldn't be playing them at all anymore yeah big shout outs hell yeah right, thank you guys appreciate thank you thank you have thank a great you. rest of your day to tochi have a good one well in the wake of all this Z-Jump discussion, let's just not forget who the original Z-Jumper was. The first competitive player competing at the top level who switched their X and their Z buttons. Uh, that's right, it is the Crimson Blur. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is God. true. Uh, it's a blur, a trailblazer. A trailblazer, that's right. A trailblazer of the community. A real, uh, real uh, something. I don't know. There's a word yep. that I'm looking for that escapes me right now, but it's that. Yeah. Crimson Blur is that. That's... Oh God! I do, do I do I do I say this? I don't know. Okay, no, I'm just gonna say it. So I yeah, Blur has like some yeah. genuinely great ideas, but it feels like he's he throws like a bunch of like <laughs> pudding at a wall, and just some of it yeah, happens yeah, yeah. to stick. 
I yep. was like, see, I told you that this was yeah. great. Was like, what about the 80 trillion things you told me that were just completely wrong? Laura like, is yeah, so happy we're talking about right him, twice a day. Oh my God. That is the, yeah, you, you actually have deciphered. You've cracked the code. That is 100% true. The thing you just said. It's, that is so true. It hurts. It's, it's funny, but sometimes I'd see it and then it's, it's like, oh my God, Blair, please. Yeah. 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 Let's go, Blair. But, Hundred percent. Hey, let's go. About. Oh, we're here talking about. He stays about winning. He stays winning. That's let's right. Blur. That's right. <laughs> we are talking about him. Yeah, he's like uh, uh what should we call? It? It's like uh, Kev Jack Sparrow. You know. Ah, but you have heard of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have the you have the worst hot takes I've ever heard of Blur. Ah, but you have heard of me. Yep. Pikachu's not oh, sixth or yeah. fifth best. Yeah. Well, we're ready to get our next caller on, it looks like. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, though. So, welcome to the program. Uh, how do you say your name, and where are you calling in from? Uh, it's, it's Isaac. Isaac. Oh, that's <laughs> so sick. That's oh, I'm my honest. God. Hello, Isaac. Very nice. So, where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, Isaac? Uh, hi. Yeah, I'm calling in from uh, Utah. Utah, nice. Yeah. And uh, About time question... we got someone in from not Virginia. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, so my question is directed mostly towards Cody and PP, but I guess Toph, you want to weigh in on it too? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm relatively new to competitive melee, so I am wondering what are, what steps are most are the most important ones to take to consistently improve uh, at really any level of play, and how do you discipline yourself to actually learn and practice when you really don't want to or just want to grind unranked like every other melee player? Um, so I guess I'll say my piece and then maybe you could just comment on it or you can add whatever sure. you have to add because I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll have different perspectives. Sure. Uh, first part, which is, I think the more important part for a lot of people, how do I motivate myself to do the thing every single day? Uh, depends on what type of motivation you respond best to. Some people respond really with the extrinsic motivation, different external factors. Some people mm. get motivated by reminding themselves that you will not win if you don't do what you're trying to do. And people who are motivated super hard by winning, obviously will do well with that. I actually find that uh, from a material standpoint or a something that you can actively do standpoint, the best way to do that is just to schedule out when you're going to do things. Because there's not, oh, like, do I want to do this? It's like, no, this is in my schedule. I'm going to do this now. This is how I'm going to structure my routine. I'm going to do this on this day, this on this day. And there's no real way that you can, unless you just blatantly ignore your schedule in which case that's just discipline issue you're gonna have to find some discipline or find a way to reward yourself to make it uh something that you want to do you have like the structure in front of you already you already know what you have to do uh if you want to talk pv about the gameplay stuff and or add on anything i said sure um <clears throat> yeah so um motivation i think something i hear from a lot of people coming up uh, I mean, I saw Cody's stream title the other day, and he was I'm playing the greatest game ever. I mean, he, he was playing Melee, by the way. Uh, and, you know, he was, he was really... So I think, for me, something I see so many people who succeed at the game talk about is how much they love the game. Yeah. And, and I think the more that you lean into that, the more that you uh, enjoy that, the better off you can be. Because that gets harder the better you get. There's so much crap that gets in the way. Like, oh, I need my I need my Twitter followers or oh, I need, you know, to get this result or get this rank or and so I can get sponsored in whatever. And that stuff will and that stuff can be really important, but it can also get in the way and it can impact your enjoyment and everything like that. So, 
I always find it beneficial to remind people, you know, this game, this game is fun. It's, it's, you know, beautiful. And you got to remember why you started all this in the first place, why you wanted to put yourself through the no money meat grinder, uh, <laughs> and, you know, in the first place. So I think it's absolutely important to, to hold on to that. In addition to figuring out what motivates you, like Cody's talking about, I think that's mm-hmm. also important. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in terms of, uh, in the game, you know, how do you, uh, how do you not just grind uh, friendlies and stick to what you're doing? Um, I mean, again, I think it's kind of the same thing, but I, I think also try to find a way. So many people will talk to me like when I'm doing coaching or whatever, and they'll say, oh, well, you know, it's boring. Like it's boring to do the same <laughs> thing over and over. And I'm like, okay, so let's find a way to make it interesting. If you mm-hmm. hate practice, d- don't practice that way. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's just obvious. Like, and you're going to have to stretch and you're going to have to find something that makes it interesting for you. And maybe you do something unique. Maybe you need to stand up to practice. Maybe you need to use your voice or something when you get it. You're like, yes, that was good. Like, or, or like, you know, so you can mm-hmm. get into it more. You know, whatever it is. Find something that engages you, that reinforces what you're doing, that makes it interesting so that you can keep building on that. And you might have to experiment, but it's a whole lot better than being bored and then playing 400 hours of unranked that you know yeah. won't get you what you want, but it's like, oh, well, I could though. And, and you, know, you got to <laughs> not do that as much as possible. So, you know, I, 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 I think, you know, what, I, what I'm really glad about uh, Cody's response is how much he was talking about, you know, what you really want. And I just want to kind of add to that and say that is so important. It is so valuable. And, and that's kind of why this game can be such a beautiful journey is you can learn so much about yourself that you can take into a lot of other things that way. Mm -hmm. What level of play would you say you're at right now, Isaac? Uh, I've been playing. I, I've, I've said four months for a while. I know I started February like 20th something. <laughs> so it's starting to not be true. Uh, so okay, I, yeah. I guess it's five months now. But yeah. I've been, I've been told multiple times that I'm good for only playing that long. And mm-hmm, I really right. think it's mostly because I spend most of my time labbing and doing VOD reviews. Mm-hmm. Wow, already. I, I would good. say that's probably pretty rare at that level. Like if anything, yeah, very. At, that, at, the, at that level, you know, you probably have so much improvement you can just still get off of well i play Yoshi. I, right? I need to do that at this level oh. mm. okay that that's logical um yeah you, you, can, know. you can only double jump nair in so many times before you realize it just doesn't work i don't think you'd yeah, be surprised yeah. play unranked oh i i think you are i think you're underestimating the power of unranked people yep he's mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but i, I mean, mean it's funny because there are definitely players who um even at the top level that play a lot of unranked, right? Like Laud, for example. Yeah. Um, and people talk about that. But I think like Cody said, you know, figure out what works for you, figure out what motivates you. And also there's this concept that maybe you've heard when it comes to improving at things of um, uh, make it easy for yourself to do like, it shouldn't feel like, like PB kind of said it, it shouldn't feel like hard work. It like, yeah. like make whatever routine you want to build for yourself, like find ways to make it easy for you to do those things. So for me, I mean, a really simple step was I used to hate booting up the slippy launcher, uh, to do VOD review on my slippy files because it took a long time to load. Um, so for me, (laughs) a big part, and this is going to sound really stupid, but a big part of me getting better at doing VOD review on a regular basis was going into the fucking settings and changing it so it folderizes where your replays get saved every month so that it doesn't take a long-ass time to load that one folder. And ever since I did that, 
I've been way more down to open up the Slippy Launcher and look at my replays and watch my replays. So, like, if there are sticking points, like, if there's a reason that you don't feel like doing a certain thing, but you know you should be doing that thing, instead of it feeling like really hard work every time, find a way to make it easy or feel easy or feel natural or, or fun, like PP said, to, to do the thing that you feel like you need to do. Yeah, and there are and there are all kinds of, you know, other logistical things like instead of doing all your practice at once, you can break it up into mm. two halves. There's all kinds of other things that w you can add on after that. But again, I think that stuff is more secondary to getting the mental emotional element down. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can say most of my VOD review is mostly because I will just play somebody on unranked and mm -hmm. go I want to make sure I never lose to somebody who does this ever again. <laughs> yeah. It's a great anger, motivator. Ang anger's a good motivator. Yeah. Yeah, it works for sure. That's what I'm saying. Get Definitely. Angry. It works. Don't actively make people feel uncomfortable because you're angry. That's, that's <laughs> true. Important clarifier. Important clarifier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I think we I think we've covered it pretty well. Everyone said their piece and, uh, you know, great question. I think, you know, we've got we've certainly got someone fantastic on to talk about improvement. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much for calling in, Isaac. Any shout outs for us on your way out today? Uh, I, I guess first off, shout outs to Cody. I definitely spend too much time in a stream. Uh, the whole melee scene, especially Utah scene, especially since the only local that I know of is scheduled on the one day I can never make it. Mm. Which is uh, sad. That's tragic. Uh, that is sad. And... I guess one last shout out to the the NorCal Sheik who won and done me IRL at Double Down. That mm. was funny. Strong. Uh, do you know who it was? I I don't know who it was, but I I went against like four different NorCal Sheiks, and I just remember him specifically because he won and done me. Then went <laughs> and started four stalking a fox. I was like, oh, it wasn't because wow. I'm bad. It's just he he wanted to beat up on a top tier. Yeah, he just didn't want to play against Yoshi. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I I will say IRL one and dunning is not common that hits different right yeah, that's really not common IRL. yeah i, I yeah. would i would actively tell I, unless i told person like listen i'm like practicing for a matchup like i need a different matchup i'm sorry yeah 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 that's kind of messed up though hey good shout out though <laughs> definitely i wish i knew who it was so i, I wish would uh was really funny yeah oh, I yeah, hilarious. yeah yeah hey we'll we'll get them for you don't worry we'll find them I I'll can't believe it. they would do this to your Yoshi, Isaac. Uh, in the <laughs> meantime, uh, thank you so much, and I hope you have a good rest of your day, gamer. Yeah, you too. Take care. That See is you. funny when you consider it from the point of view of it being... Like, shouldn't the Yoshi be the one who's one... Like, shouldn't, you know what I mean? Shouldn't the Yoshi be the one that's like, I don't want to play the Sheik anymore. <laughs> but the yeah, Sheik is yeah. the one that's like, you know what? F this. I'm, I'm done playing this Yoshi. Yeah, uh, if you really stop and think about it, it doesn't make any sense at all, but... Yeah, that's... Like so many things in life. Yeah. Uh, next caller, we got one more here. Mm. Uh, Yon Har. I don't really know. I feel like I'm probably getting that right. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't think us. I've ever gotten that name right. Okay. Well, correct us on our on your pronunciation. Where are you calling in Yon from? Har. Question for us today, gamer. Yeah. Hi. Um, you got the name right, Yon. Yon Har. Yon Har. Yon Har. Um, cool to be talking to y'all. Um. So yeah, my question was to Cody, but actually now that I think about it, I would love to hear PP's thoughts on this too. Okay. Um, so Cody, you're kind of known to, uh, I guess, push new Fox tech, you know, be like 
new wave, the Gen Z, like, you know, no, crack, no, no, you know, no, Gen Z. Reddit said, Reddit Gen said, Z I'm, jump. I'm, Reddit said, I'm predictable and boring. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, well, right. You know, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what does the timeline look like for you from, um, you know, labbing the new Fox tech to working it out in friendlies to actually pulling it out in tournaments? Like, mm, does the immediate. first time tournament run, it's immediate? Yeah. Yeah, usually me. Yeah. Uh, if I find something that I I will work I will work on in any capacity in friendlies, I'm down to do it in bracket. Uh, I'm just really I'm confident in my tech skill. If I like, did someone say he's dead? Gen Z jump. Yeah, I said that. Okay. Gen Z well, jump. Wow. That. <laughs> wow. Well, that that's truly innovative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that if I get to the point that I can do something in friendlies, I'm just going to try it in a bracket. I don't particularly care. I feel like I should be able to just do it no matter what. Uh, I do have a trick where if I'm implementing a new tech, oftentimes I'll try to remind myself how the input felt before I try to do it in bracket so that mm. I have it like fresh in my head and so I don't accidentally rush it or go too slow or hesitate because that is the number one way rushing inputs or being uh, not confident in them is the number one way that you'll mess it up. So I try to force myself to remember like the speed at which I have to do it. And that's pretty helpful for me. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, so there's not. I was kind of curious about this. Is there is there ever any tech that you feel like is more work to put in, and you're like, well, maybe this is going to be cutting it close for tourney, so I do it a little less. Or if it doesn't matter how hard it is, if you think it's worth it, then it is yeah. ready pretty quickly. Mm. Not not really. Um, I think the more, I think the bigger decider than how hard it is is what is my expected reward from it? If I'm, yeah. not, if I'm not going to get that much ribbon and it's super hard, then I'm like, well, I don't even care. Like, I'd probably find a better answer anyways. So at right. that point, mm -hmm. it's just not worth it to me. But if it's hard, but I can do it. Like, I did the 2.0 basically immediately, which is a timing read on SDI. Um, I'm trying to think what else instantly that new stuff that I've done. The short up up air wasn't hard to do, obviously. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it was difficult mm -hmm. to place at first, but it, it wasn't difficult. Most From an execution Marth, standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Most of the yeah. Marth edge guards. Some of the Marth edge guards are actually really hard, but I did them immediately. But me and Zane also have over like twelve thousand slippy games in the past year and a half. So <sighs> we've played so much that I probably done it a hundred times already before bracket. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Mm -hmm. If I think of something, I've usually done it so many times before bracket because of how much I play that it should happen immediately. Right. And there's also this concept, right, of like um you really want to be playing your friendlies anyway. Yeah. Like 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 you should be kind of going for the same thing in friendlies yeah. or in tournament because otherwise you end up in these and I know that there's people like I've talked to Drug Fox about this, for example, where um he he has this kind of funny anecdote of like he was like fighting um S2J in friendlies and he was edge guarding him with this really high success rate, kind of just doing whatever. Like yeah. he was, you know, you it's Fox Falcon, you're edge guarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah can kind of freestyle it and his edge guard success rate was very high and then he was playing him in tournament and he was kind of like okay i should do this flow chart and he was surprise surprise because he didn't actually practice the flow chart in yeah. friendlies he kept dropping the edge guard um and he had this kind of eureka moment where he's like well either i need to be doing the flow chart in friendlies or i need to just fucking wing it in tournament um yeah and yeah. and and i and for the i think there's people who do struggle with this where they try to do different things where they they don't quite practice what they're actually going to apply in tournament and friendlies or vice versa and i think that can be really dangerous so i think it's definitely really good to try to do the same techniques that you're doing in friendlies in tournament and vice versa yeah for sure um since you know i was also asked to give a little bit on this i don't yeah. know if it's been too long but i just wanted to say that you know 
Um, well, you did a lot of innovation. Yeah, sure. and, and I think, you know, a lot of it kind of came up when, you know, I would look at a video or I would look at the situation. I'd be like, man, this thing is getting in the way a lot or it's causing a problem a lot or it's just making things harder. How can I how can I make make something easier? And whether that's a specific setup, a movement setup or whether that's some type of tech that I haven't wanted to add or whatever it is. Uh, you know, I'll start saying, okay, well, I could just get so much more value if I did that. And that's the first thing. That's kind of what Cody was talking about as well, is that mm -hmm. if you're, if you think you're going to get your high enough value and you're like, oh, is how hard does it seem like it is? And if it doesn't seem too hard, then, you know, the, the risk reward for working on it is obvious. It's like, yeah, do it. And mm -hmm. then, um, you know, I practice it by myself. Uh, I practice it and I'll try to do movements that make it, you know, related. So if I, relevant to a match so if i want to do an edge guard then i do whatever technique whatever movements i want to do like i'm doing an edge guard and then i mix mm -hmm. it with something that i would do to mix it up like you know if i want to cover a shortened versus setup for an up b if i'm fighting against a spacey for example i would do a different movement um and so i'm tr trying to cover different sets of things and so you might think about it that way and then you go to using it when you're in friendlies and you're like okay well now i'm trying this out i'm starting the friendly specifically to try this out these mm -hmm. are the i'm going to try the movements here's the spot and you get your information man you have your video data you go back over both of those um, depending on how comfortable you are you either can correct it live or you correct it over the video you go back to your practice make sure that's all good and then you know eventually it gets more comfortable and it might even click right away or it might click occasionally you figure it out and then it starts feeling good you feel good adding stuff to your game and then you focus on that comes in a tournament and i it it, it like cody's saying i think it does start to feel really automatic and so that's that's how it needs to be by the time it's pretty much tournament time. And maybe you think about it a little bit just to make sure. But yeah. And so I, I think I think it's a pretty streamlined process where you're just basically checking yourself the whole time, you know? I wonder how different this is for, like, I wonder if this is a fairly universal thing or if there are people where this is very different. Um, this, kind of pro this kind of process. Like, I wonder if there are people whose answers are, I mean, with regards to like, yeah, techniques that you practice and, and the process of how you like kind of try to like for you, Cody, you, you know, you said it was kind of more immediate. Um, and I mean, I wonder if that there's people where they feel like they need to like spend a lot of time doing thing in friendlies before they ever go for a tournament or something. Uh, I don't know. Like I look at someone like Zane, for example, who like maybe does this a little bit less these days, but I know that when he was... Um, still kind of getting good uh even even like when he was already like top 100 top 50 and i remember i would play him in friendlies and he would like in friendlies he would really focus on for example power shield up tilt like it yeah. felt like he would look for like power shield up tilt every neutral interaction in a game and of course he's not going to play like this in tournament but it felt like he needed to really deliberately yeah, yeah. do a specific technique and like almost go out of his way almost like spamming it uh, i like that he, though you know i think that's a good way to learn uh, that's mm -hmm. actually one of the biggest pieces of advice I tell people who are learning a new tech is spam it. Find the situation, try to force situations where it would come up in friendlies over and over again to get not only experience doing it, but also recognition of how, what the situation looks like, where it works and where it doesn't work, so that mm. you can learn it as quickly as possible. Because that's mm -hmm. equally as important, but much less thought about. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you just get practice doing it in matches. So, I mean, yeah. it, all, it all comes together. I was thinking friendlies are a really good time to play like that. So... I think Zane and I have like really constructive sessions because we usually play for like an hour and a half, two hours at first. And we're just mm -hmm. kind of trying stuff out, playing, but not like, oh my God, I need to win. And then we do probably like an hour of sets afterwards. 
Right. So and then you apply all that. Like, yeah. And those sets are like, okay, let's fucking do everything we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I think that's honestly a different way of top players playing together. I don't think that's really something that's happened much in the past. But you guys having very yeah. constructive time together, you say, okay, this yeah. is, we're going to sit down, we're going to use our time a certain way, and then serious time at the end, put everything together so we can kind of get yeah. everything together, we can really practice against each other and get the most out of it. I think that's that's very unique. I mean, when mm-hmm. I started, top players didn't even play each other. They all, hit, <laughs> a lot of them hid their tech. So, you know, it's true. Very different now. It's a good I know, point. I know, I think it's so, I don't think Zane and I have ever hid like anything from each other, basically. Not that I could think of. Yeah. I also, no, like, no disrespect to anyone else. I think there's also a reason that we're one and two with those mentalities. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I, I mean, it's one. a lot easier, I imagine, these days than, um, you, you know, PP in your time, right? Like, there was. There's still people well, if you want wanted to play. to play with another top tier, uh, top, sorry, top tier, top player. Yeah, uh, let me just had to go do to it. Sweden. Let me go hang out with <laughs> yeah, that. You had to do, exactly. <laughs> you had to do it at a tournament. So. That you can't do. But there's still players even nowadays where I can tell they're trying to, like, get information and hide stuff. And I see it in their game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, it's like, one, I see that you're hiding information. So the fact that you're hiding right. information isn't even helping you. Mm-hmm. I'll play against another top player, and it's clear like they're not even trying. They're watching my habits and not even playing me, and it's just a waste of time at that point. Right, right, yeah, it is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, not gonna drop names. We don't need this to be the highest rated uh, radio melee episode. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Yon Har, for calling in uh, with your question today. Really do appreciate it. Any shoutouts for us on your way out? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, shoutouts. Um, Canada Melee, BC Melee, Gallant Gaming, mm. Um, mm. my boy Midnight Blue, actually isn't, doesn't live in BC anymore, but oh, also, that guy's awesome. I, wait, I have to say, I have to say, I, every time there's like a BC tournament or a Canada tournament, I see 10 trillion tweets from every top player being like, oh, Canada's so great, I wish I lived here. Nobody fucking moves here. <laughs> Somebody needs to do it. We need like five <laughs> I think AMSA's going to move there. AMSA's right? working on it, that's true. Yeah, AMSA is working on it. For a year, I... And yeah. <laughs> um, just like like two more people come on anyway come on. that's it that's uh, great talking to y'all um bye goodbye Ladies. take care all right well with i think that i think that was uh all the all the selling i need i'm i'm moving to canada tomorrow. yeah i'll, I'll see you yeah. there <laughs> yeah i mean li- listen it is really nice uh would, toronto is, was awesome yeah, Toronto yeah. Is gorgeous. I liked a lot. Uh, as was uh, uh, Battle of BC. It is funny. We had back-to-back, like, Canadian, yeah. you know, but Canadian majors. Yeah, it's like EGLX and Gomley used to be back-to-back. True. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those always mixed me up because they're, like, in the same city and everything. Yeah, At least yeah. with Battle of BC and, um, and Gommel, we got to see two different sides of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I mean uh i've only been i think once really like to uh, like to go back experience more it's been a few years but um mm-hmm. you know one hey day. one day and speaking of experiencing boy i'm just gonna continue my wonderful segue game i've been doing this whole oh time. my god we're gonna talk about we're gonna let cody experience what it's like to ask the youtube comments a question wow very cool it's the community voice the community uh, voice Yes, it's that special time for that special someone who's mm-hmm. been on the program, and he can ask the YouTube comments anything he'd like, anything he's curious about, any anything about himself, the community, or really anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the floor is yours, uh, Mr. Cody. Is there anything that you feel that's just so pressing, so important, that you've, you've just got to ask those YouTube commenters? 
I'm debating if I want to be instructional with this and get probably less comments for you guys or want to be more memey and get probably a bunch of comments for you guys. Yeah, it's to a, it's a, it's, it's tough. It's always tough. We live a dual life of competitor and content creator. <laughs> I think I'm going to go instructional for this one because that's what most of the talk has been about this time. And if you made it to this point, you're probably interested in Bailey improvement. I, I'm going to venture that as a pretty worthwhile guess. A lot of people do skip it straight to the end, though, just so you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> watch the video then. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Is, we went through all this trouble. What is your most uh, pressing goal with Melee, and what can you do today to make a change to get closer to that goal? Oh, that's He's so, so motivational. What He's can so you motivational. do today? What can, don't do it tomorrow. Do it today. What can you do today? Do it. Blur. Do Everyone it. should watch. Side note, people who are interested in this topic, I think my favorite video on PP's channel, and I've told him this, is uh, PP has like an, it's, it's pretty, I don't know, it's like 20, 30 minutes, something yeah. like that, where PP is basically talking to Crimson Blur about improvement and yeah. basically lecturing I Don't him. let him get away with anything. Oh, dude, dude, I would like pay money for like a, like a recurring series where you try to pep talk Blur into. I talked, the last time I talked to Blur about stuff, I asked him how, a week later, yeah. he came into my chat. I was like, how are things going? Yeah. He's like, I've stopped playing. <laughs> he, he, he didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't wow. want it. It's just how it is. Wow. And if Blur, if you, I don't, I, I imagine you won't hear this somehow, but if you do hear this, you're welcome yeah. to come back. I'm willing to run it again. It oh, was funny. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. the most Blur thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. He hasn't stopped playing. I ran into him on Unranked the other day. He's, he's, he's on Unranked all the time. Oh, love a Blur. Yeah. Yeah. So again, your question, Cody, was uh, what's a, what's a goal that you have right now? And I'm assuming you're not just saying a melee yeah. goal, just a goal. And then what 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 do you oh, yeah, could you take goal. today? Yeah, sure, it could be life. I was gonna go melee goal. Life goal works too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. People people we're gonna get some melee answers for sure. I mean, yeah. But uh, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, what can you do today, Cody? Do you have? Do you? Well, I'll direct your question at you. Is there a goal that you want? Is that is have you started on the swimming, for example? I know you said you were doing that. Is there some goal no that you have? And it sucks. We try and it sucks. Pool. There's no pool nearby, so I have to try. You got to make your own pool. Work out. I don't know. Pick your own pool. <laughs> you got to dig a hole. You got to fill it with water. <laughs> you got to. You got to. You got to put the chlorine in it. Yeah. Wait, I actually haven't heard much about swimming. Do you mind if I, Pee -Pee, I'm going to ask him about it real quick? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, are you a Are you a new swimmer? or Are you just getting back into swimming? No, I What's swim varsity. Uh, you slept off. Yeah, look at you. That's so I sick. Varsity for a few years. This guy's got no one. hair oh on his body. God. It's great. Oh no, I chlorine wiped off all the hair. I, <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. That's Beautiful. amazing. That's but, amazing. Yeah, I swam bars for a few years. It's my fa It's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite sport by far. I really like swimming, mm -hmm. and it's low impact. It's just good for you. It's a full body workout. It. Mm -hmm. I really like it. So how long has yeah. it been since you last swam? Swam for a bit, so I was really in good shape like four years ago, five. Mm. No, no, no. Uh, sorry, six years ago. Now that sounds around the time you started melee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, ignoring that, there was a time where I basically was working out two hours a day, swimming and lifting for an hour each, and I was in really good shape. Mm. Uh, I want to get closer back to that because that also takes care of your hands. It takes care yeah. of your energy. Yeah. I actually think your a lot of top for sure. players. Uh, crash by the end of tournaments and don't realize it because we're not in good shape. Yeah, straight yeah. up. I uh, and just a little anecdote here. So I've been going to the gym three days a week for the last let's That's say two dope. months. Like I yeah. was, I I sat on my ass all COVID, 
and I like finally got back in the gym. I mean, you know, it was kind of harder to get to the gym for yeah, a while because yeah. of COVID regulations. Right, but so right. for about two months now, I've been going three times a week. Nice. And at, at Gommel, I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, I actually have a lot of, I have way more stamina by the end of the mm. weekend than I usually do. I Like, it was noticeable. Um, and I was staying up late. You know, I had no business yep. feeling pretty good. But I remember Sunday rolled around. And I was like, I feel good. And I don't yeah. usually feel, I usually feel super drained by the end of the weekend. So yeah, any top players are, it's all, I mean, well, really anybody uh, should yeah. be, should be probably exercising more than they do unless they're already on some kind of routine. Yeah. Multi-day yeah. tournaments yeah. are hard. Yeah. Most people yeah. crash. I see a drastic yeah. dip in gameplay quality almost across the board by day three too. It's very, mm -hmm. very, mm -hmm. and even that's even, so Zane and I both are very meticulous about what we eat. So basically every morning we'll have like an acai bowl. Uh, mm. we both are very good about only eating like banana and proteins throughout the day with water. But mm -hmm. even then by, by Sunday, we're all just wiped. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. It is exhausting. Competing is hard, but we're 20 something years old. Like, we yeah, tired. <laughs> it just, it, right. You shouldn't be that tired. It's, you need to take care of your body and yep. it's probably affecting a lot of people, especially the older you get, it probably affects you more and more and more. So mm -hmm. really yeah. And important. this is something I think I'm really glad that you're bringing up talking about, I think actually last time you were on, you were, we were having discussions about food at tournaments, right? Yeah. So this is something that you've been staying on top of. You've been talking about. And I think that's yeah. that, you know, that's just a huge part in your success. You're looking at this holistically, you're trying to bring everything in and cause you're, you're not just, a melee player you're a human mm -hmm. playing melee yep. and you have to optimize all the human parts and we don't have you know we're not league of legends where we have you know million dollar coaches that we bring in from football yeah. or whatever to help us and so we've got to figure this stuff out ourselves and mm -hmm. so that's that's why it's so important for you to be talking about this and letting people know hey you know i'm succeeding i'm winning all these tournaments right now and a lot of it's because i'm figuring out you know, how I work best, how I can feel my best, how, you know, I can work best with my body and how that's noticeably changing things. So that's, mm. you know, hats off to you for that. Whole body process. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You have to eat after that's wonderful. Starving. Yeah. All right. Well, well Cody's hungry. We're, we're, get, we're getting him out of here so we can get some food. Uh, but thank you so much, Cody, for your yeah, time. Thank you for having me. Great Everyone insight. calling in. Everyone from Cody's chat. Yes. Cody's mods. Yes, the Thank mods. You so much. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, as mm -hmm. we do, 3 mm -hmm. p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Cody, thank you so much. This is yeah, not your first time on Radio Mail, and it probably won't cool. be your last. Um, but to everybody else, see you all next week. To everyone on YouTube, like and subscribe. Peace out. This has been Radio <laughs> Mail, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah. Peace. Thank you.